I'm Brett Baer. I'm Maria Bartiromo. I'm Brian Kilmeade, and this is the Fox News Rundown. Friday, December 18th, 2020. I'm Trey Yanks. More than 1.1 million vaccines have been given out around the world as the fight against COVID-19 continues. A revolution in science, in this case, came together beautifully with the Trump administration's effort on deregulation, which we saw speed up generic drug approvals and eliminate regulations that would that were unnecessary and paperwork that was unnecessary and speed up communication. This is the Fox News Rundown, Evening Edition. More than 50,000 Americans have been vaccinated against coronavirus, with thousands more expected each day. With both Pfizer and Moderna having approved shots, access will keep expanding. Much of the success in American vaccine rollout has to do with the Trump administration's Operation Warp Speed that cut regulation to make the process far faster than usual. There are questions, though, about how the operation will transition into the Biden administration. Well, I think the first thing that people need to understand is that there, anytime a company is trying to get products through the FDA for approval, the conversations start years before they anticipate approval. This is Joe Grogan, the former director of the White House Domestic Policy Council and COVID Task Force member. So you begin discussing with FDA, hey, this is how we're going to do our phase one clinical trial, which is going to demonstrate that it's safe. And this is then we move then this is how we're going to do our phase two trial and we're going to demonstrate that it's effective and safe in a very small population and then we're going to do our phase three trial which is usually very expensive and that's the pivotal trial that you need in in order to get approval and during those whole phases which can go on for years and there's evaluations of the data and interpretations there is a ton of communication between the company and the FDA. And sometimes personnel change at FDA or in the company and there's communications breakdown, there's there's bureaucratic snafus, people misplace a file, they don't read an email, they misunderstand data. And that can take a very long time, obviously. The longer it takes, the greater the likelihood that you're gonna have a miscommunication. If you compress that and you say, we are going to give real-time information between the company and the regulator and embed them together in the scientific discovery and regulatory approval process, you can greatly transform the entire paradigm of drug approval and shrink the time that it takes to demonstrate safety and effectiveness. And what you see with these vaccines is a leap in the technology on the part of the private sector and frankly the understanding at NIH and FDA. NIH did put a fair amount of money into research of the new platforms that Moderna and Pfizer are using in their vaccine uh, technology. So that understanding that that revolution in science in this case came, came together beautifully with the Trump administration's effort on deregulation, which we saw from the very beginning with President Trump's first confirmed FDA commissioner, Scott Gottlieb, who we spent a lot of time with him talking about how to speed up generic drug approvals and eliminate uh, regulations that would 
that were unnecessary and paperwork that was unnecessary and speed up communications and facilitate communications between companies and FDA and make it less adversarial and more of a partnership. And I don't want to say second guessing, but that really is what you want the FDA to do. You want them to be dispassionate, objective, and not financially invested in the outcome of any particular drug. And it, it came together really beautifully. I think the other thing, too, is everybody watched the president explode and be aggressive on various bureaucracies throughout his tenure. He really drove the bureaucracy and the politicals around him that managed these bureaucracies really hard. And to be perfectly frank, some people couldn't take it. Some people thought it was too much pressure um, and, and they quit or were fired. He put a lot of pressure on FDA to hop to and HHS to move. I'm not saying it was pretty in every instance, but I do believe it was effective ultimately in getting warp speed to deliver two vaccines in partnership with uh, these private sector companies and, and were paved the way for two more with Johnson and Johnson and AstraZeneca and others in the, in the spring. Yeah. You know, we see the headlines that come out about this administration and about the efforts behind the scenes to get this vaccine out to the American public. And I wanted to ask you about the timing of this as it relates to the incoming administration. It's a unique time in the sense that all of this work has gone on behind the scenes to ensure the regulation is cut, the vaccine can start to roll out. And just because the vaccines are starting to become available doesn't mean Operation Warp Speed is finished. But you do have President-elect Biden starting to put together his team, and we are just weeks away from the inauguration. So is there a way that this operation can be easily transitioned into an incoming administration? And do you have any concerns about what President-elect Biden will do in terms of regulation? Could some of these efforts be reversed? Are there any sorts of uh, initiatives that you feel were put into place by the Trump administration that Americans may see actually changed during the next administration? Yeah, absolutely. Look, transitions are hard in the best of times. Any presidential transition, is there's going to be difficulties, there's going to be balls dropped, momentum uh, will flag. That's, that's happens every time it happened frankly when reagan handed off to to the first president bush it's a whole new team of people it would have certain things would have happened even if if president trump had won a re-election and you would have had change in personnel there would have been far more continuity but there would have been some changes that could have uh, made the uh, a, a year five a little bit more difficult in a transition that would need to be managed. I'm very worried about the transition. Now, on the good side, many members of the Biden COVID task force or COVID, COVID advisory committee, they know members of the Trump team and were in communication as early as last spring informally and were in communication after the election, before the electors voted and before President uh, Biden-elect's win was, was certified there was communication among the scientific community and these, these two teams. But it is still going to be tough, and decisions need to be made every day of a vaccine rollout. Data needs to be interpreted every single day. Decisions about flexibility or safety or 
manufacturing capacity or where to ship drug, that stuff is happening every day. And just baseline, it's going to be difficult. And I think we do need to be concerned about that, that transition and just be aware it's not going to be seamless. You see right now the, the Russians apparently have a big cyber attack underway over a period of days against the U.S. government and American institutions. They were planning that, in my estimation, for a transition because they knew we would be distracted and it would be a difficult time for a handoff. Now, as you move into where does Biden's team go writ large, he hasn't picked an FDA commissioner as of this morning. He hasn't picked a CMS administrator. He has picked an HHS secretary nominee who is not inclined to pursue our deregulatory agenda. This is a team that's shaping up on a whole host of fronts to prefer regulation in and of itself and not appreciate the virtues of deregulation and what the private sector can do in an unregulated environment. Some of the names that have been discussed uh, for FDA commissioner have a history of, of being skeptical of deregulation, have a history of being skeptical with, uh, of, of the private sector, and frankly, in some instances, hostile to the private sector. I think who that FDA commissioner is can have a profound effect upon the next wave of treatments, whether they're for COVID or, or anything else, and the speed with which they get approved, and any patient or family member waiting for a treatment to be developed down the road needs to think about that and watch this very carefully. You've been listening to Joe Grogan, the former director of the White House Domestic Policy Council and COVID Task Force member. We'll be right back. It's been a difficult year for all Americans with the outbreak of this virus and a contentious election, a very divided America. What sort of initiatives and and steps do you feel the president-elect has to take in order to find some middle ground for the country? You know, fighting a virus seems like one thing that could bring Americans together, simply because COVID-19 knows no party. It doesn't... Uh, adhere to all of the rules and disagreements in Washington, but yet we're still extremely divided as a country. And you see, even when it comes down to a belief in the medical community or the words of someone like Dr. Fauci or the coronavirus task force members, talk to me about sort of the difficulties that the task force faces in ensuring that Americans understand the efforts by both the Trump administration and the incoming Biden administration are largely good and, and for the betterment of the American people. And and how do you get that message across to many Americans who are skeptical because of the lockdowns, because of the economic situation they've been put in as a result of this difficult year? It is going to be difficult, but I don't believe it is impossible. It is incontrovertible that much of the messaging out of the Trump administration around COVID uh, was less than ideal. And communication in a pandemic is paramount. Communication in a pandemic, frankly, is a critical part of the response. And what what Biden is going to need to do, in addition to extending an olive branch and being gracious, and it is frequently difficult to be gracious in victory, more so even than in defeat, is he's going to need to be gracious to Trump supporters, 
with it, which are tens of millions of people, he's going to need, need to be gracious to the Republicans who remain in Congress. And he's going to need to get somebody who can communicate clearly and effectively to the American people the latest science and why they are doing taking various actions. And they need to build trust. I think you're exactly right. This whole response has been politicized, uh, in some cases bizarrely, but in some cases tragically. As an example, I'm, I'm gratified that the vice president is publicly getting vaccinated with the new uh, Pfizer vaccine. I think that that's something that Biden's team should do, too. There, was, there were accusations on the part of certain Democratic leaders, including Vice President-elect Harris and Governor Cuomo, that they didn't necessarily trust the virus. California and New York were setting up additional panels to review the safety of the vaccine because they didn't trust a quote-unquote Trump FDA. That's absurd. I've worked at FDA. I know many of the scientists there. Uh, Some of them I worked with when I was there, you know, 10, 15 years ago. Others are new and they're outstanding. That's not to say that they're perfect or omniscient or don't make mistakes. All that is possible, but these are not dishonest people who would have been pushed into approving an unsafe product. And I think that the Biden team should publicly get vaccinated and assure the American people that this vaccine is safe. And then they need to concentrate on communicating daily and clearly to the American people about what they're doing and where we are in the epidemic. Really appreciate your perspective on all of this during an uncertain time for the United States and many Americans still concerned about what 2021 is going to look like for each family across America. Joe Grogan, the former director of the White House Domestic Policy Council and COVID-19 Task Force member. Mr. Grogan, thank you for your time. Thank you. You've been listening to the Fox News Rundown. Rundown. Stay up to date by subscribing to this podcast at foxnewspodcasts.com. And for up-to-the-minute news, go to foxnews.com. From the Fox News Podcasts Network, subscribe and listen to the Trey Gowdy Podcast. Former federal prosecutor and four-term U.S. congressman from South Carolina brings you a -a one-of-a-kind podcast. Subscribe and listen now by going to foxnewspodcasts.com.